Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we've got stories about Nike's hot new shoe and the best Black-owned fashion brands. One of the most anticipated sneaker collections of the year, Nike's Space Hippie line, drops in North America on July 3rd. InputMag.com senior editor Edgar Alvarez, who was lucky enough to get his hands on a pair of Space Hippie 3s, recently interviewed Nike's sustainability design lead, Noah Murphy Reinhertz, about what went into the sustainable shoes design. I like to call you Mr. Space Hippie. Yeah, oh, the trash man also works too. That was like <laughs> oh my gosh. the running joke with this project. Oh my goodness. Here's Edgar reading an excerpt from his piece. Enter Space Hippie, a collection of four different pairs of sneakers that were designed with sustainability in mind, each made from materials and fabrics that are being transformed and given a new life, including recycled plastic water bottles, t-shirts, yarn, rubber, and factory scraps. This quote-unquote space junk, as Nike calls it, comes in the form of space waste yarn and crater foam, the two key elements that make up Space Hippie 1, 2, three and four. Welcome back to the show, Edgar. Thanks for having me back. You spoke to the sustainability design lead at Nike's Innovation Kitchen. What did he tell you about the design of the Space Hippie? Before we get into the design part of it, I think the the one thing that's really important here is with, you know, Nike has really started making this big push into sustainable products like over 20 years ago. Uh, And the goal with Space Hippie is to take these sort of sustainable designs into more of a mainstream level. What if waste becomes our future feedstock? What if it is actually the material that we use? And that's really where the idea of Space Hippie was born out of. And part of that is making them look funky and futuristic. A lot of the design came from what astronauts took to space, what kind of boots they took, and also the concept of how can we make something with the resources we have available here on Earth. So you've actually worn the Space Hippie 3. I've actually had it for uh, about, I would say, a week and a half to two weeks. So one of the things about the Space Hippie is that it was supposed to come out on June 11, but now it has been delayed until July 3rd because of the protests going on in the U.S. But I have had it. I've been lucky enough to have it for the past, like, uh, again, like two weeks. And they are the Space Hippie 3. So first of all, you know, we have the Space Hippie 1, 2, 3, and 4. And the difference between them is that some of them are low top. The Space Hippie 3, which is the one I have, for example, is a, a high top model that has has Nike's Flyees technology, which makes it easier for people to get their shoes on and off. The shoe itself feels really, really comfortable. It's actually a lot more comfortable than I expect it to be because it looks like a space boot. You know, it looks heavy and it has a lot of girth to it. You mentioned that the Space Hippies won't be available until July now, but they'll be easier to get than other limited edition sneakers, right? One of the things that uh, the Nike told me and told us at Input is that, you know, with these being sustainable products, they want to make sure that they get into people's hands. So they told me that they won't be as limited as, say, uh, an off-white collab or a Sakai collab. They should be pretty accessible to people, whether that will actually happen. That's yet to be determined because resellers especially are super interested in the Space Hippie 3 right now. Uh, the Space Hippie 3 retails for $180. And right now you can see it on StockX, their resale app StockX, for about 400 to 500 to 600 dollars so there's already interest there so we'll see how nike handles that supply and demand you can follow edgar on twitter at abcd edgar now on to today's second story 
In light of the Black Lives Matter protests, InputMag.com newswriter Ian Cervantes recently assembled a list of 10 stunning fashion pieces you can buy from Black-owned brands right now. Ian's picks range from the well-known to the obscure, from shirts and shorts to an ornate ring. Here he is reading an excerpt from his piece. Supporting Black businesses is important at all times, but it's worth re-emphasizing right now. Fashion, like many industries, profits off of Black culture without always giving back. So instead of putting money into the hands of white people who have co-opted it, you should look into Black-owned brands instead. Welcome back to the show, Ian. Yep. Thanks for having me. So obviously your article was prompted by current events. Yeah. So right now, you know, obviously with the Black Lives Matter protests still continuing to happen across the country, there have been a lot of talks about donating to bail funds, donating to the organizations that are fighting against racism and policing and and lots of other avenues. But then there's also been a conversation about, you know, supporting Black-owned businesses at this time. You know, it's kind of another form of racism at the the way that they've been neglected or, you know, the difficulties in actually starting the business. So in this case, you know, while while staying in in the fashion world that I covered, I kind of wanted to highlight some of the brands that I thought were were cool and and were supporting. Yeah, you put together a list of 10 fashion pieces by Black-owned brands. What's your personal favorite amongst those 10? My favorite piece was actually one that I hadn't seen before. Um, I didn't know the brand before, but um, Bricks and Wood, which is this streetwear brand out of South Central. They've got this awesome throw blanket that says, support the homies. It's got two hands with a transaction of money. A lot of people in the streetwear world will be familiar with failing upwards, which turned into throwing fits. They've kind of turned support your homies into this kind of positive meme based on uh, a Jonah Hill interview. This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to Failing Upwards, the only podcast that matters. But obviously, like, support your homies is a much deeper thing than uh, Jonah Hill or two white guys with a podcast. And I thought this was a really cool kind of cheeky blanket. Out of the pieces that you highlighted, what's a good piece for someone who's on a budget? This is the first piece that I highlighted, which was another brand that I wasn't familiar with before. Um, Daryl Brown, who does workwear out of Detroit. I am Daryl Brown. Um, I am, I like to say I'm just a creative I'm not really into titles, but some people call me a stylist, some people call me a designer. And actually has a significant history of working. Uh, there's kind of a meme about wearing workwear as stolen valor. But this guy, he was a, a steel worker, a railroad engineer, a conductor. He worked for GM. So obviously had a lot of time to figure out kind of what he needed and what was important in a workwear brand. So in this case, he did a really dope workwear shirt that is 125 bucks, which I guess is, is, is still on the pricier end for, for a shirt for some, but just kind of at, out of the range of these pieces is on the lower end. Also just a really nice quality shirt, you know, one that you can beat up for its actual purpose or wear for your own stolen valor. It's got these really cool silver buttons. So it kind of like blends the line of like purpose, but kind of this elevation as well. Given the ongoing coronavirus outbreak, are a lot of these brands suffering or are they doing okay? I mean, fashion as a whole right now is suffering. It's kind of hard to talk about anything outside of the context of coronavirus, but more in the context of the Black Lives Matter protests. Um, a cold wall announced a grant program to support Black-owned businesses, not just in fashion, but in a variety of fields. So. You know, I think in that case with an established brand, you know, they're still doing enough to get by and 
enough to to go on their own kind of charitable effort. But yeah, I think any any brand could really use the support right now when retail is 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 one of the first things to go. You can follow Ian on Twitter at Ian underscore Cervantes, and I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening.